listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates i'm sarah golseth thanks to concordia university wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour find out more about concordia university wisconsin at cuw.edu live uncommon have you been super busy lately or maybe not very busy at all for some people <laughs> uh it's been um it, you know with during the pandemic they've just had a lot of extra time and not sure what to do with it others have found themselves working a lot from home and uh, it, so maybe it's been a bit chaotic. How do you, how do you balance things? How do you find rest in a place that um, was once very restful and now has mm -hmm. become a very busy place? So how do you, how do you find rest? Uh, to help us work through some of those questions today, Brenda Jank, uh, founder and executive director of Run Hard, Rest Well. Brenda, welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Ah, oh, thank you, Andy. Hello, and hi, Sarah too. Brenda, before we get into our subject today, uh, I, I hope you and your family are well. I know you have a beautiful family, and uh, some of them are spread all around the, the country. Um, just wanted to check in and see how you and the Jake family are doing. Hey, thank you. We have five children, and four of our five young adults, are. we are all under one roof once again. It has been about seven years since we've been at this point. Our crew... Um, ranges in age from 19 to, to 26. And Andy, we are seeing the the Lord's hands. Um, it's been a, a, it's a full plate time and we are learning more about love and serving each other and forgiveness, but there's been a sweetness to this time. And so a lot of gratitude, a lot of gratitude. So working from home has been uh, a new normal for a long time. Um, for you, it's been a, a normal thing for a while. For a lot of us, it's been a new normal just in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and finding rest in the middle of this is uh, can be very difficult. So what are some of the challenges um, that uh, we run across when our routines and everything is kind of upside down and, and, and we don't really know how to navigate it? Mm, Sarah, that's a great question. I think first off, we need to understand that there are no quick remedies, that this indeed is an emotionally messy time, and that finding our way to uh, rhythms that are restorative and restful are going to take time. And so infusing this, this messy process with a lot of patience. We've been encouraging people um, to actually visit the Run Hard, Rest Well website which is runhardrestwell.org. And on the resource page, we have a six-question, one-minute inventory. It, it's a quick read, but that helps people do this personal assessment. And even though it is so short and so simple, it can be an eye-opener to go, where am I at? And then finally, I would encourage people to ask a, the question, what truly refreshes me? Many of us are familiar with what entertains us, what amuses us, what distracts us or numbs us, medicates us, but what is truly 
restorative and refreshing? What people in our life? What places and and in reality, a lot of the places that are refreshing, maybe a coffee house, are no longer an option for many people right now. But what kind of outdoor places are refreshing? And then what are some of those favorite pastimes that don't simply amuse and entertain us, but actually energize us? And so for me, it's been kind of a cold spring where I live, but boy, getting outside. And actually picking up the phone and reconnecting with some aunts and uncles, some cousins who I don't often talk to, but are people from my childhood and my journey in life. So so those are some of the things that I've been doing. And those are the kind of questions we can ask each other. What is truly refreshing? Many of us, and, and I'm included in this, um, Commute time was a buffer to make the transition from work to home and rest, or 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 even going from home to work and then getting in the mindset for work. Um, mm-hmm. Just making that transition, we had that buffer time in before with commute. Um, now I I go in the living room or the dining room and uh, kiss my wife and my son and say, "Daddy's going to work," and then I go into the bedroom and close the door and sit down at the desk and go to work while they do homeschool. And I know for many people, that's the norm. They're, they're used to that. But for, um, you know, the, for those of us who've been used to having that buffer time in between um, home and work, uh, how do we make that transition since there's less of a defined line between home and work and, and trying to find rest too, and making that transition? Mm-hmm. Boy, I think simply asking that question is a first great step of just being that intentional of going, I've lost this commute time. What do I do? For some, uh, it might be, I know one person who actually every day they head out the door, rain, um, shine or snow and, and take a walk around the block and allow that, that 11 minute walk to be some time to prepare, to come back into their home in a work mode and then at the end of the day, they actually go back out and they do that walk for that decompression time. For some people, if their office, their impromptu office space is a, 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 in, a, in a bedroom, maybe where a door can be closed, just yeah, being very intentional about when that door is open and when that door is closed. For me, I do work at home. And there's a as we have added more bodies and more interactions my office is actually in our living room which is far from ideal and because of a son who's very <laughs> sick um and requiring a hospital bed in our dining room our dining room table is also in our living room and so for us it's actually kind of rising up of going this is even less healthy to have and so Looking at the questions ahead of time, I'm like, wow, do I, do we need to get some uh, bright, beautiful tablecloths or towels that simply go on my uh, table or my, um, my desk to, to um, signify office hours are done. Um, mom is entering back full force into family life. So some ideas, I think it becomes, it it becomes more unique when there are children at home, especially uh, in this time. And 
for families who are not accustomed to having children home full time and trying to work. There's most days I'm actually praying for families and trying to do work and school all under one roof. And so actually one of my words of uh, encouragement would be the reality that in some areas we might need to lower some expectations so that irritability and frustration does not rise. And and to illustrate that, I want to share the story of um, what I call load limits. Every single boat has a load limit. And if that load limit is compromised, that boat has a better chance of capsizing, of turning over. The reality is, is that a boat can go from harbor A to harbor B successfully, even if it is overloaded, as long as there's no wind or waves. But there is so much wind and there are so much waves in our life. The, the, the beauty and the power of the story, first of all, I wish I could have a load limit line across my forehead so people would know when, when I'm at my load limit and not put any more on my plate. But the beauty of this story is that ocean liners actually have four load limit lines, not just simply one. And so as cargo is being loaded onto an ocean liner and that boat sinks and that line um, when it hits the surface of the water, it tells everyone that boat is at capacity. But there are four load limit lines. There's one for fresh water and one for salt water, one for winter seas, one for tropical seas, which reminds us that at different times in our life, we have different capacity. And so we need to be able to honor our capacity and honor the capacity of others. And there are going to be days or seasons where we just cannot carry the same load. And so Let's be a people who are grace receivers and grace givers as we navigate these crazy days. Yeah, when we're when we're trying to rest at home or, or rest in our lives, usually, uh, you know, pre-pandemic, we we had our usual spaces, we had our usual maybe places that we would travel to, um, or places we would go, or people we would see uh, that that we would be able to have to find this rest. But that isn't uh, not a lot of those things are options right now. So how do we how do we rest at home? Uh, when home may not be a very restful place right now. Oh, oh, I love it. I think it is really important with the people that we are sheltered in with under the same roof that we understand whether we are introverts or extroverts. And it's not the matter, a matter of how much we talk, but it's where we get our energy. And so if I'm a person that gets my energy from people, the people I love under my same roof, they need to recognize that I need some playful, fun interactions. But the same goes for people who are introverts, that there is that need. And so giving people the space, allowing them to disappear, whether it is a bedroom or a bathroom, whether it's stepping outside. I worked with some missionaries to Russia and they ran a, a boys home for, for young men, 18 to 22. And it was a wild, lively place. And they became um, adept. There was very few places in, is in Russia where they could get away that was peaceful and restful. So they, they bought some lawn chairs and they would step outside into some green space. And when their boys saw that they were in the lawn chair, they knew that, that, that they were off limits and that that was quiet, holy time. And so I encourage um, lawn chair lingering, stepping outside. Um, there's something powerful and beautiful about that. And then a final word for people with children, 
boy, uh, if, if folks can tag team, whether it's with an older child or with a spouse, that we, we often need a little bit of alone time or at least predictable time that I know I'm off the hook. And whether it's simply 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or maybe an hour, maybe two hours, my family blessed me on, on Sunday with, some, with a chunk of about four hours for me to be outside and alone because they knew that was going to fill my bucket. With just a, about a minute or, or so left, um, what's new with Run Hard, Rest Well? Hmm. <laughs> Boy, we have in, been in this massive mode of innovation and pivoting and trying to navigate how do we serve best. And um, Andy and Sarah, it's really exciting. We did not plan it this way, but right as this hit, we were ready to launch a brand new video series. And so on the website, People can visit, um, they can find it on the resource page, on the front page. It's, it's a video of 12, um, 12 parts long, but each video clip is only four to six minutes because everything we do is short and sweet because people don't have time. And yet God's message on work, rest, and rhythm is absolutely life-giving. We already have this video series on, uh, it's being used by crew members of Mercy Ships. There are some Christian colleges that are using it. There's uh, school teachers that are using it. It's in churches. It's short and simple, and it brings a life-giving message that is very, uh, yeah, it's, it's powerful for this time and this season of our lives. Brenda Jenk is founder and executive director of Run Hard, Rest Well. Run, uh, Brenda, thank you so much for, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today and helping us think through some, uh, some ways to, to find some rest in the midst of all that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Andy and Sarah, thank you so much. Blessings to you as we journey on. Run hard, rest well. Mm-hmm.